Get your gear ready. This is a Sherpa's Guide to Innovation. Welcome to a Sherpa's Guide to Innovation podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We have been feeling a lot of bittersweet feelings the past few days uh, as we have heard about the passing of Professor Clay Christensen of the Harvard Business School. He passed away on Thursday, January 23rd, and we learned about it the following day, Friday the 24th. And we've just been thinking about him and his impact on our lives and wanted to record a brief episode to pay tribute to this man who has impacted us and influenced our thinking and our work. As we reflect a little bit on his influence just on this podcast, we looked back and more than a third of our episodes have something to do with the theories that Professor Christensen promulgated. And our first four episodes of the podcast were just a group of us riffing about his theories. And and so, so much of what we have done on this podcast is uh, is something that we owe to him and, and to his influence and inspiration. And so Jay Gerhart and I are here in the studio, and we just wanted to share a few thoughts with our listeners about, about Clay. So Jay, why don't you start? What did Clay mean to you? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to answer that question, and I want to keep it relatively concise, but one of the things I've reflected on over the past 24 hours is where I am now and how clay has impacted that. It's like dominoes falling in some respect. So where I am, what I'm working on, thinking about day to day, um, maybe it's writing on, on medium or doing this podcast. All of the seeds were basically sown by clay. And, and I go back to, to 2016 it starts with our chief innovation officer, Gene Wright, sending our teammates, Will Behrman and Ann Summers-Hogg, to Harvard for a week-long BSSE class from Clay Christensen on disruptive strategy. Coming back, uh, me starting to learn about it from them before I even got in the innovation engine, a domino falls and we meet Bob Mesta which teaches me jobs to be done, which uh, was a transformation for me in my learning and, and uh, becoming an innovator in my career. And then more dominoes fall. In the spring of 2017, my first Medium article is writing about Twitter through the jobs to be done lens, and I start writing from that perspective. We then start our podcast that summer talking about Clay's theories. I think I actually started listening to podcasts to learn about jobs to be done. I started (laughs) listening to the Rewired Group's podcast. So all of these dominoes in my learning and things I'm focusing on day-to-day and what we're talking about now and doing the podcast, all those seeds were sown back with clay. Now, there's a lot more to it than that. There's the teachings of how will you measure your life and wanting to have an impact on people, I could definitely answer the question from that perspective. But the thing I've thought about recently is all of these dominoes that have fallen. Yeah. Interesting to think about the trajectory of your life and, and our lives and how it would be so different if, if uh, we hadn't known about all this. 
How about you, Ben? What it, it, you you likely have a, a different story? May go back a little further. Tell us. Yeah, I've known about Professor Christensen for for a long time. He's a bit of a hero in 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 my circles, and so Clayton Christensen. He's a, a member of my faith the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and he's also an alum of Brigham Young University, which is where I went to school as well, and so had that connection. And and for me and and for many in my faith, he really was the pinnacle example of someone who had found a way to successfully balance being a dedicated husband and father and making that a firm priority in his life. And you can tell, I mean— we, we, we met his wife at one point and got to talk with her, an extraordinary woman, mm-hmm. and his kids are all successful, exceptional people. So the success that he had in his in his family life is, is a wonderful example. And then how he balanced that with his faith commitments and the leadership positions and influence that he had from an ecclesiastical standpoint, as well as his personal example of kindness and service and an outward mindset and, and love. And, and then also how he balanced those things with a tremendous professional career that impacted students and business people all over the world for good in, in a way that built them up and developed them and provided the tools and resources for companies and people to be successful. And so the, I mean, he's, he really personifies what I aspire to be is someone who's able to balance those three critical parts of their life, the the family, faith, and and professional impact. And so, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm I'm losing a hero in in uh, in Clay's passing. Yeah, it's it's what's been amazing to read a lot of the tributes uh, and to celebrate his life. Yes, he's one of the world's greatest management thinkers, but it comes back to him as a human being Mm -hmm. and the kindness big as his brain was a really (laughs) big questioning brain it's his heart that that was bigger than all of that yeah and everyone has remarked on that 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 was what they remember the most and the impact that he had on them was very small special ways that he just loved and served other people so jay and i we had the wonderful opportunity of meeting Professor Christensen. Uh, we attended the Mayo Clinic Transform Conference. Was it the fall of was it twenty seventeen? Yeah, that we yep. that we went and uh, Professor Christensen was a keynote speaker. He was interviewed by Elizabeth Rosenthal and Jay and I. We we knew that he was on the agenda, and we I think sat we sat front row, but we were there well in advance to make yeah. sure that we got front row seats to see Clay. I mean, we were within spitting distance. and, and there we was were... face painting for a conference oh, yeah. or waves, I think we would have done so. Fanboys. inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we hung on every word that he said. And afterwards, they notified us that there would be an opportunity to, to talk with him afterwards, that he would maybe sign books or, or whatever. And we – I don't even think that Elizabeth Rosenthal was done – with her concluding remarks before Jay and I had already uh, booked it over to the to the place where, where Clay was going to come out, and we wanted to be the very first ones to uh, to talk with him. But Jay, what what do you what do you remember from that interaction with Clay at Mayo? I, I, the biggest thing I remember it was it was fairly short interaction, but having the opportunity to show Clay the one pager that we have in the innovation mm-hmm. engine that 
that uh, has his picture on it as part of uh, what we do in business model innovation and just talking just a bit about how we've used the theories and how he inspires us day to day. And, you know, then you look up. I, I mean, you look up. He's <laughs> a giant. He's six, uh, eight or something. Of, of yeah. a man. And it wasn't just a smile. His face beamed and it was joy because he was so happy that people were using the theories in their day-to-day lives to, to make their work better. And mm-hmm. th- that's why he's, he, he was doing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just really special to see that. Yeah. How about it? It was definitely a very special day for you. Talk talk a little bit about about that. Yeah. So Clay has written many business books. He's also written books on his faith and has written some articles as well. And one of the books that he wrote was a book called The Power of Everyday Missionaries. And it's a book about just being an example of Christ all the time and, and how to talk to people in natural ways. And so... I think, Jay, you, you brought your How Will You Measure Your Life book for Clay to sign. I brought my The Power of Everyday Missionaries book for him to sign kind of as a way for him to to know that he and I were members of the same church. But also he probably doesn't have very many people ask him to sign that book. Yeah. There are probably lots of his other books that he signs. And for me, I wanted to show him that that was a book that really impacted me in, in, a, in a personal way, maybe not always – professional type of way and and the same thing he was just beaming was just delighted to talk with me for a couple minutes and i can't really remember what we said but but then afterwards we got to talk pretty extensively with his wife christine and and uh just yeah just talked about what clay's meant to us and and how he's doing and at the time he was using a cane and and his health was was uh, still challenged but really special interaction with her it was wonderful time um it was kind of a short fleeting moment with clay but that had a lot of impact and then to have the the follow-up with christine was yeah it's really special so just so many different levels it was a great time i know that we won't forget no we surely won't so jay as we wrap up this brief episode what would our ask be of our listeners i think the first one telling a lot of people this if you haven't read how will you measure your life go get it I, now I, now i i know it's it is now sold out on amazon.com so get it as an e-reader or or get on a wait list um it, it's it's an important book to read and it's a unique book that uses management theories and applies them to your life uh and in a lot of different ways in terms of how you find happiness at work, how you find happiness at home. And so it's very impactful. And how to stay out of jail. And how to stay out of jail, which is <laughs> important and, and good advice. Uh, re- re- I think you and I reread a good portion uh-huh. of it this weekend. And if you have read it, get it out again and, and, mm-hmm. and, and think about it. The, the second thing I'd urge you to do is there's a website – memoriesofclay.com we'll put that in the show notes where there's a lot of postings uh, Tributes, yeah. uh, there's different sections on family faith, work lots of different tributes some great articles uh, have been written recently by Michael Horn Karen Dillon, some of Clay's great colleagues I'd urge you to search for a post by one of our innovation friends Todd Dunn from Aaron Mountain Healthcare I'm not going to tell that story 
there are pictures in a story. I think it's wonderful to sum up what Clay was all about. So look look for that one. Yeah, and that's, that's on the Memories of Clay yeah. website. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we close, we just want to express our heartfelt gratitude to to Clay, to his family. We extend our love to the Christensen family and to all those that associated so closely with him at the Christensen Institute and at Harvard Business School and the Forum for Growth and Innovation and, and I'm sure so many others that I'm forgetting. We, we join with you in mourning, but mostly in gratitude and appreciation for this wonderful man who has impacted us so deeply and profoundly. Well said. Thank you, man. Thank you, Jay. <laughs>